0: Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To You Good Health Radio. Today's episode is brought to you by Carnivora. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 100 million U.S. adults are now living with diabetes or prediabetes. You know, what you eat and the food that you avoid can play a profound role in controlling your blood sugar, managing your weight, and reducing risk factors like heart disease. We have with us today celebrity chef Sam Talbot. Diagnosed with type 1 diabetes as a child, he's devoted his career to creating healthy, all-natural recipes to help people live more and worry less. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest received a degree in culinary arts from Johnson & Wales University. He went on to open several restaurants and compete on season two of Top Chef, where he became a fan favorite. He's appeared on many TV shows, including Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, The Dr. Oz Show, The Today Show, Rachel Ray, and The Real Housewives of New York City. At the age of 12, he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and now serves as a role model to adults and children by applying his all-natural style of cooking to every recipe. He's the author of 100 Percent Real" and "The Sweet Life: Diabetes Without Boundaries." Welcome to the show, celebrity chef Sam Talbot.
1: Hey, Dr. Friedman, thanks for having me. That was uh, that was a heck of an introduction. I really appreciate <laughs> that. I hope you can travel with me wherever I go and always pull that number off.
0: We'll do it. I'm short; I fit in small suitcases. So we'll talk after yeah, the show. Good man. <laughs> good, good. We'll talk
1: after the show then.
0: Yeah, great that you could join us today. You know, when people think of diabetic-friendly diet, they think bland tasting with very few options, and you've actually created these delicious recipes with traditional foods that everyone, even those without diabetes, can enjoy. Share with us, how did diabetes shape your philosophy as a chef?
1: You know, I think that um, being diagnosed at you know, as as you said, as a, as, as a child at age 12, and also having that... Um, natural born passion for all, for food at a really young age, you know I was cooking with my grandmother in the kitchen at like age eight, and then by the time I was thirteen or fourteen, I was um you know working in professional kitchens uh, as you know it's not maybe not thirteen but um, yeah. in you know my early teens and um you know I just really learned at a young age that uh, I think we're all taught not to play with our food, but I spent a my childhood playing with my food and realizing the things that i was you know I was into sports I was into um doing well at school, and I needed to have my blood sugar right. my blood glucose running at optimum levels so um it's just it it really started at a young age that love of uh love of food and knowing that what I put into my body really matters.
0: Yeah. What is actually the definition of quote diabetic friendly diet? Share with us what, what, what's off limits? What do you strive for? What do you add?
1: You know, I, I think a diabetic friendly diet is really a it's a um, it's a funny thing. I think it's almost like a, a human friendly diet because if right. we all ate the way that right that a diabetic is told to eat, I think that the world would have a lot less Type Two diabetes, I think we would have a lot less right. obesity. I think that we would have a lot less of mental health issues. you know um, a lot of the food that we are we find in our grocery stores and that we are given in the united states it's processed it's um, you know there's a lot of white sugar there's a lot of white flour there's a lot of preservatives there's a lot of things that just don't have any business being in the human body, let alone someone living with type 1 or type two diabetes so um, you know I think it's really important that we spend a little bit more time like you know really really seeking out oh, yeah. the non processed processed mm-hmm. foods and really seeking out fresh accessible clean foods um it's it, it's about longevity right and it's about right. a it's about a life of living more and worrying less so if you have type 1 diabetes that's or or type 2 that's 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 the main goal and right. um you can achieve that through really healthy great delicious non bland
0: food right Yeah. I know there's a lot of food myths out there. Last week I recommended sweet potatoes to a patient because they contain potassium, which helps relieve muscle spasms. She said, oh, I can't eat those. I'm diabetic. And I shared with her how sweet potatoes have low glycemic index rating, which means they won't spike her blood sugar like white potatoes. She thought all potatoes were off limits. And she was beyond excited saying that she could eat something that she believed all these years were off limits. Are there other misconceptions out there when it comes to what diabetics should and shouldn't be eating?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that like, I, I, I think that's a great um, example of, you know, of eating healthy carbs and thinking that, oh, I can't eat potatoes because there's carbs in that or, oh, I can't eat jasmine rice or brown rice. And, right. you know, you really can, right? It's about, it's about moderation. It's about knowing the, the portion size and, and counting the carbs because there's, there's I mean, you're right. There's, there's potassium, there's vitamin A, there's vitamin K. You need sweet potatoes, um, as part of a healthy a healthy diet, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of myths out there like that. So I think that we have to start, um, you know, pushing the levels of education, talk about these things, and, and really let people know that um, y- you can enjoy the foods that you know and love. It's just about, maybe it's talking about the portion size, maybe it's talking about the preparation. You know, if we're talking about Um, me being raised in Charleston, South Carolina, you know, I've seen sweet potatoes served with brown sugar and marshmallows. (laughs) No, you're never going to find that. I'm never going to serve you that. That's a dish that never should have been invented in the first place. So, um, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you can totally have sweet potatoes. You can totally have rice. Just don't go putting marshmallows on it, man.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Look what's on it. It's so good. Now, would the recipes that you've created for diabetics also be beneficial if somebody, let's say, they want to lose weight? They couldn't. They fall, or maybe they want a heart healthy diet, not necessarily diabetic friendly, but this seems to apply for for the whole area, doesn't
1: Of course. I mean, um, you know, again, someone who is living with type one diet, type one or type two diabetes, someone that has to have, you know, consequences constant control of managing their blood glucose levels, um, eating a diet that's lower in fat, lower in sodium, um, higher in healthy fats, higher in good cholesterols, using fresh herbs in places where you would normally use salt, using a fruit, uh, uh, pureed fruit for a sweetener instead of using, um, you know, a white, um, refined, processed, fabricated sugar that's going to make all of your organs work extremely hard. You're going to have these crazy spikes. And if you are a type one um, or type two diabetic, you just, you're going to be dealing with chasing your blood sugar, your blood glucose levels. If you're someone who is trying to, you know, uh, if you have heart disease, this is, this, again, this diet is for, it's not a diet. It's just, a, it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle. And this Lifestyle is really, yeah, it's just a lifestyle. And this lifestyle is meant for anyone who wants to basically live a life of living more and worrying less, who wants longevity as a part of their lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I love that. The word diet actually comes from the Greek word diatia, which means way of living. So you're tapping into the true meaning of that word.
1: Wow, that's really cool. I didn't know that. So look at that. Say that again.
0: So the word di- diet comes from the Greek word diatia, which means way of living. So you've encompassed wow. the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's actually I even start my book off with that, and people go, "Wow, yes." Yeah. So a true diet is not just food; it's lifestyle, and like you just said, it's about embracing everything: proper sleep, proper, you know, proper exercise, the stuff that, that makes sense.
1: Exactly. It's those three things, right? It's proper yeah. it's proper food. Yeah. It's proper exercise. It's mental health. And then, of course, if you are a type 1 or type 2 diabetic, it's correct management of your glucose levels. Right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to use a CGM. I, I use my Medtronic Guardian Connect system, and it gives me up-to-date blood glucose levels right on my phone. Um, you know, it's crucial.
0: Yeah, I stay away from pasta, which I guess is is not the best. I'm a fan of zoodles, which are zucchini noodles made from a spiralizer. Do you make meals out of zoodles? What's your opinion?
1: Um, sure, I go a little fancier, you know. Um, sometimes you say zoodles, and sometimes you can get you can get many a different shapes with using yeah. uh, you know different zuc- zucchini types of pastas. But um, you can make like a, t- a tagliatelle, you can make like a, a lasagna style. It's all about how you cut it. There's also something called Shiratake noodles. Um that are great um basically zero carb pasta that are made from an okinawan yam um that have that are act they just they're kind of flavorless and they act as a sponge. so if pasta is something that you normally would eat with your family on Sunday right. night and you're you know you're Italian and you're like,, oh, I gotta give up pasta i'm I'm a type one diabetic, I can't have these carbs, you sure can It's just about you know really researching. Out those those healthy carbs, those healthy alternatives, um, like for me, you know i don't eat a lot of dairy i don 't eat any white sugar and i and um and no white flour, so do I eat pasta sure i'm just not eating pasta with white flour i 'm using it that it 's made from artichoke flour or chickpea flour or a shiratake noodle, like I was talking about
0: right i w- I want to actually uh debunk the bland myth here. I want to read a few of these diabetic friendly recipes that you 've created. Uh, crab ceviche with blueberries and popcorn, striped bass with heirloom tomato scampi, frozen coconut yogurt with cinnamon. I'm getting hungry just reading these. These don't sound like restrictive diet to me. I mean, you really created something that appeals to everyone's taste buds. So that's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I don't like the word restrictive and a lot of rules, you know, Um, and that's that's why I became a chef. That's why I'm passionate about food because there are no rules when you're talking about creating a healthy lifestyle, there are no, um, there, there, there's, there's, there are no restrictions. I mean, it's just the restriction is don't put a toxin in your body and, 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 and really seek out those things that, you know, if you need to sweeten your coffee, let's help you find the right sweetener where it's not a white sugar. If you're, if you're like, I really love banana bread, let's help you find the white, um, uh, an alternative to a processed white flour, so you can still enjoy that banana bread, and that's wh- that's where that's where I come in. You know, I put that information in my books, I put that information all over the all over the interweb, and um, uh-huh. you know, it's about it, it's again, it's about pushing the boundaries of education and 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 teaching these things to people who are who are interested in a healthy lifestyle. Because diet gets a, I think diet's kind of a funny word; it can turn a lot of people off. Like healthy, healthy can turn a lot of people off. But if it, if you talk about lifestyle. There's a lot of things that fall into that, so it it is the eating, it is the glucose management, it is a life of exercise and and mental health, and I think that those things are key.
0: That's great. I've got a follow-up question about snacks I want to ask you, but first I want to remind everyone that today's show is brought to you by Carnivora. For over two decades, and you know, I've interviewed experts with the hopes of bringing optimal health to you, my listeners. But unfortunately, most guests contradict the previous expert. And some tell us we should count calories and others tell us, hey, follow a keto diet. And of course, there's the paleo versus plant-based diet debate. But, you know, there's one thing that almost every expert agrees on inflammation is the root cause of all disease. Even a lack of energy or difficulty sleeping could be from internal inflammation. This is why I'm excited to share a wonderful product that I take to keep my immune system and inflammation in check. It's called Carnivora, made from extracts of the Venus flytrap. This plant-based nutritional powerhouse is chock full of vitamins, amino acids, and phytosterols that helps lower inflammation and support a healthy immune system. If if you want to decrease inflammation and boost your immune system, order Carnivora today at Carnivora.com. Say goodbye to internal inflammation. Boost your immune system and start living the healthy life that you deserve. Carnivora.com. All right, let's uh, talk about most people's weakness when it comes to eating healthy. Snacking, it's my weakness. What's your go-to healthy noshing snack? What do you reach for?
1: You know, um, I, one of my healthy snacks that I really love, I, I, I love... Um, you know, sometimes throughout the day, if I get a health, if I get, if I'm just, you know, I get a, a snack attack, I'm a real sucker for um, dried mangoes if I'm like using like a store bought type of thing. But also, I'll make, um, you know, I'll make a smoothie, right? I think smoothies go a really long way. I think that you can incorporate greens into a smoothie. I think that you can incorporate high um, fiber into a smoothie. I think you can incorporate, you know, enough sustainable, in, um, you know, sustainable ingredients in there that you can like, you can really attack that snack attack so to speak um but do it in a healthy way healthy makes sense a way that makes sense where you're not like eating some kind of store bought boxed processed situation. you know dried mangoes for me i eat them on a plane i eat them when i run i eat them when I, as i'm working out there like you know it's like it's it's a little it's it's a life hack i used to um you know when i would get low glucose levels prior wow. when in my teens i would be maybe eating a gummy bear but gummy bears they're not good for you, man. They just have no business, no. you know, being in your body. So, but dried mangoes are kind of chewy. So it's like it's a cool trade-off.
0: Yeah, I saw on the cover of uh, a gummy, gummy bear, uh, vegan approved, <laughs> and people say, "Oh, yeah, No, it's healthy."
1: Yeah, no, just because it's vegan doesn't necessarily mean it's it's healthy.
0: Exactly. People, yeah,
1: you can sneak in in bad fats. You can speak. You can sneak in a lot of white, uh, yeah, fabricated sugar that way too. So for sure.
0: That's true. I'm, I'm curious, since you were diagnosed with diabetes at such a young age, are there any advances in technology that have changed, you know, how you manage your diabetes?
1: I mean, the technology has beyond advanced since I was first diagnosed at age 12. Um, you know, for example, personally, I recently started using a continuous glucose monitor or a CGM, um, and it's to monitor my glucose levels. It's called right. the Medtronic Guardian Connect system. Uh, you can wear it on your abdomen. You can wear it on the back of your arm. And it's, you know, for me, it's just as easy as, as a chef, I'm on the go, right? So I'm looking right. at my email. I'm looking at my GPS. I'm looking at recipes, checking my flight times, whatever it may be. But now it's just one more swipe over, and I get up-to-the-minute blood sugar readings on my cell phone. And if that's not an advance in technology, then, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what it is because I, I'll tell you what, at age 12, I was carrying a lot of different units to to make it through the day i had you know just it it was just a lot more stuff that you had to worry about and today's technology it's a life but you know you can lead a life of living more and worrying less and and that's what it's about for me and I, i would i would i would think that anybody um well humans in general but especially something especially someone living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes
0: Oh, yeah. That cell phone technology is really changing. I I, I listed uh, 75 companies or businesses that are gone because of just the cell phone that we have for free. I mean, it starts out as calculator, GPS. It's amazing. And now you mentioned this with with diabetes now, focusing in on the cell phone. I mean,
1: think about that. Your phone can not only tell you where you're going, it can get you to drive cross-country. But now, as, you know, again someone who is on the go, someone who's been living with type 1 since age 12, I can look at my phone just as I'm looking at all of those other things and I get my, my blood sugar. And it, it's, 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 it's amazing. You know? And the cool thing is that it works alongside with the, my Sugar IQ app, which helps predict highs or lows. So not only am I getting my up-to-date um, glucose level, but then I'm getting a prediction that's say, saying, hey, buddy, your glucose might be shooting up. You know, whether it's right. one arrow or three arrows. So, the the technology, the advancements—it's it's a it's um it's an exciting time.
0: That's awesome. Let me ask you: You've traveled all over the world. Is there a particular country that's influenced your cooking the most?
1: You know, I take to I take from I've been to uh, all fifty states numerous times, and I've been to 41, uh, 40, 51 countries. Wow um i try- i tend to take from all of them, you know my food is about indigenous where we are so if we're in cleveland ohio i'm trying to cook things that are from cleveland ohio um you know now you can't do that everywhere you are at every moment because what if i'm doing a, a shrimp dinner in cleveland ohio well there's no right. shrimp in cleveland but for the most part i'm trying to take the, the things that are available to me in the moment and maybe there's a local dish in cleveland maybe i'm at fiji maybe there's a local inspiring uh you know indigenous ingredient that i haven't worked with so for me it's about i think my food is shaped about where i'm in. Where i 'm at at the at the moment, demographically speaking, and then there's always that factor of I'm seeking out the modern alternatives you know you're not going to find a lot of dairy in my cooking you won't find white sugar um, you're not going to find white flour so those are um that's what's kind of crafted my cooking but you know to say that I've gone and spent two months in Japan or in Italy mm-hmm. or Mexico, and that's kind of crafted my cooking I wouldn't say as much as I tend you know America is a um hodgepodge melting pot of all these cultural flavors and i would i think that's how i my my cooking kind of unfolds but it's really um gets specific in, in the area where i'm right. doing that's the dinner or where i'm cooking
0: and you mentioned some uh, flour, yeah. alter- flour alternatives uh, what about for like sugar is there any healthy sugar alternatives like i know there's xylitol monk fruit stevia which one do you prefer do you mix and match
1: yeah, you know, I'm not really a fan of xylitol. I'm not really things that I can't. Not really a fan of things that I can't pronounce, or I'm not really good at spelling. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so for me, you know, it's like I can. I know what maple syrup is. comes from a tree. I know what honey is. It comes from bees bees. Um, you know, I know that these things are. Uh, you know, I can take apple and I can puree it. Now I have a, a sweetened apple f- fruit puree. So just because chocolate chip cookies are your thing, doesn't mean that you can't have a chocolate chip cookie. Um, it's just that when you have my chocolate chip cookie, it's going to be made with almond flour, or if you're allergic to nuts, we can make it with chickpea flour, or we can use artichoke flour, and it's not going to have white sugar. It's going to be made with, with applesauce. So there's so many alternatives available, too. You've named you know a few. Stevia I'm a huge fan of, especially mm-hmm. in its raw form. It grows like mint. It's a really beautiful, fresh leaf. I put it in seafood. I put it in tea. Um, I'm a huge fan. It's actually 200 times sweeter than sugar. Um you know, so honey, maple syrup, fruit purees, um, brown rice syrup. There's, 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 there's a t- coconut syrup. I'm a huge fan of, you know, they take coconut, um, the, the, the flesh of it dried out in the sun and concentrated and it becomes this nice coconut, um, sugar or, 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 or syrup. Um, yeah, for me, there's just so many alternatives to white sugar. It just doesn't have a place in my body. And I hope that, um, it doesn't have a place in yours,
0: Dr. Friedman. No. Yeah, that's the funny thing that, you know, all the conflicting opinions I get on this show from paleo and vegan and Mediterranean, yada, yada, they all agree sugar seems to be the no-no. <laughs> so we all agree on that. Yeah, thing. man. It I mean, from, you, yeah.
1: I it, it, mean, show me a diet, right? You know, there's the Atkins diet where it's like, you know,
0: you eat bacon, eat cheeseburgers,
1: <laughs> do all they love. Uh. And there's all these crazy diets, but didn't find me one diet where it's like, go ahead, dude. do do sugar. (laughs) Just do it all day long. There's no, there's no diet. There's no place in the human realm for it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, my humble personal opinion but we do Seems have like a sweet everybody but, yeah
0: <laughs> but we but we but we have that sweet tooth and we have the the taste buds i don't think there was a mistake in our design just find the right one and i love how you're showing yeah right. you, you can quench it but not this white processed sugar that's so inflammatory let me ask you this before, before we end this is the big excuse i hear and i, I want to hear your view on this i hear people say hey i, I prefer drive-through restaurant it's quicker i've got kids Cooking takes so much time at home. There's not enough time. How do you respond to the four-letter word T-I-M-E that's keeping people from enjoying recipes like you can show them how to make?
1: Yeah, again, I think that cooking can kind of be looked at as a daunting task. And I think that if you're a mom or a dad or, you know, a a person in charge of a family and, um, you know, you're running from soccer practice to school or this and that, I think that to get time in front of the kitchen and to, I, I, you know, I understand that people's time is, their their time is precious and it revolves around wanting to be around family. But, you know, I also know that um, you can get some really great family time around cooking a really simple dish that can maybe only take 15 or 20 minutes in the kitchen. And instead of running through a drive-thru and having the kids, you know, with the plastic straws everywhere and they're eating things that are trans fats and that aren't going to, you know, make them into these healthy, um, you know, vivacious, uh, you know, uh, teens that we, uh, teens and adults, that we need them to be. I think that if you take 20 minutes and you know get some fresh greens and saute it yeah. with a simply grilled protein. I mean, listen, if you saute spinach, roast some potatoes, and grill a piece of chicken, I don't know what's wrong with that. You know, probably takes about 20 minutes to get all that. You can DM me, I might even come over and help you out and do it.
0: <laughs> I always tell people when they don't have time for, the, for themselves, I, t- I take the word time, T A M E, and I write it on a sticky note. And I say, what do you see here? And they go, what? I circle the word I. I circle the word me. I say, the word's trying to tell you something. You got to make time right. for you. And they go, wow. And the, they put that sticky note on their fridge or on their camera. And it, they make time to eat right, to cook, to exercise. Because we do have the you time. You have to. Yeah, we really you
1: do, do have, you do have the time and you have to take the time. Like you just said, you know, for me, I take the time to eat right. I take the time to exercise and I take the time to manage my glucose levels. You know, I eat right by researching the, the right ingredients, by knowing what, you know, seeking out the healthiest thing that I can put in my body. I exercise by following the trainers and the yoga instructors and the things that I do. And I manage my glucose with my Medtronic Guardian Connect system. And for me, it it leads me to where I want to be, which is, like I said, living more and worrying less.
0: That's great. And the minute we have left, anything else you'd like the listeners to know we've not covered today?
1: Yeah, you know, again, I've partnered with Medtronic to help get their message out about technology and people with diabetes living more and worrying less. And I (laughs) urge all your listeners to visit livemoreworryless.com to learn about people and their experiences with type 1 and type 2 and how, and how they're trying to live a really uh, a life of, uh, of that, of living more and worrying less.
0: Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us today. I know you're busy and you've shared some great expertise, advice, and a very important topic. To learn more about how to live more and worry less about your diabetes, visit livemoreworryless.com. And you can follow Sam on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Chef. Sam Talbot. from my daily social media post, you can follow me at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard Sam share something today that would benefit somebody that you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to yourgoodhealthradio.com or radiomd.com and peruse our library podcasts and all these segments share them with friends family and coworkers, and on social media you know this information is too important to keep to yourselves sharing is caring you can also subscribe to future podcasts on iheart radio and itunes more to come stay tuned and stay well